What's going on, everyone? Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I truly hope that this podcast brings you lots of value. Just wanted to hop on here quick and definitely let you guys know that I did start a YouTube channel. Definitely go and give it some love. It is called Into the Event Industry on YouTube. You can definitely head over to my Instagram and get the link to that. But other than that, thank you guys so much. Enjoy this podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. I have Tay Tay, my best friend that I actually had a podcast <clears throat> already with. Uh, listen in on that to learn more about her and her journey. Um, and Hamza Hamid on the line. Uh, we, he's actually here in Gilbert, uh, Arizona area with us. Um, Tay Tay's over in Hawaii. We actually all played um, college golf up at Southern Utah University together in Cedar City. If you haven't been to Cedar, definitely need to go. It's just amazing and beautiful um but i'm super excited to have them both on the line today and really just chat with you all about college and college golf and uh reminisce on some memories for you so it'll be it'll be fun to uh show you guys what it was like from us and our perspective but um hamza i'll have you introduce yourself first why don't you go ahead um introduce yourself uh when you graduated from scu and you know kind of what you're up to now yeah, thank you, Miranda. So, um, so my name is Hamza Hamid. Um, obviously, like Miranda said, I went to SCU with her and Tay uh, uh, Tay, um, and I graduated uh, May 2019, so last last summer. And now, um, I uh, once I graduated, I'm, I've been in grad school for the past um, year at ASU, doing uh, my master's in taxation, and I'm about to graduate in that, and then start a career soon. So that's about it. No, that's super fun. And then where are you going to start your career at? So I'm going to start working at RSM in uh, downtown, uh, in the Biltmore area. Um, they're like the fifth largest economy firm in the world. Um, so looking forward to that. No, that's awesome. And then, KT, for maybe those who have not listened to your podcast, uh, why don't you go ahead, um, introduce yourself, uh, what year you graduated from SCU, and then uh, kind of what you're up to as well. Yeah, so as Miranda's saying, my name is Taylor. Um, I live in Hawaii. I went to SCU with Miranda and Hamza. I graduated in May of 2017, so I'm kind of old. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, so I graduated in May of 17 uh, with a bachelor degree in hospitality and resort management. And then I moved back home to Hawaii, and I'm now an assistant professional at the club at Kukuila here on Kauai, uh, currently not working at the moment, you know. But I am getting my job back this Sunday. Yay. Yay. <laughs> no, that's awesome. <clears throat> and then um, for – I'm trying to think where we should even start this off at. Let me see. Take the, I mean, <clears throat> Hamza, getting a golf scholarship in general is just not hard. Actually, okay, I'm, I'm switching this up. What I'm going to do is ask just one question, like, specifically to you both. So then I'll, like, obviously say your name beforehand, and then we'll just move from there so it's not too, too crazy. But um, Hamza, um you know, getting a golf scholarship and just, I mean, college scholarship in general is hard. Um, for you, what did the processes kind of look like? Um, you know, what steps did you take to get to that route? Um, and, I mean, essentially, like, why did you choose SUU? Yeah, so, um, I, I mean, I wasn't the best junior golfer, I'd say. I was better at a younger age, and then as I got older, I wasn't as good as I was when I was younger, so... My opportunities were limited, um, but I had to do a lot of work on my end in that I had to reach out to coaches and, you know, have them come see me or, you know, send my resume or uh, my golf, you know, video to them and all that stuff. Um, so that's kind of how I went about it because I kind of struggled my junior, senior year of high school. Um, and then the reason why I chose SCU was because they just offered me the most money and it was pretty close to you know, home in Arizona. So, you know, I'm glad, I'm really glad I did a great experience. So that's kind of how the process looked uh, for me. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And then, um, Tay-Tay, off of your end, you know, with being so far from home, I know a lot of the times you'll see it, you know, say with international or in, uh, foreign exchange students that come over um, super far from home, uh, you know, maybe someone who's listening to this that is thinking about going to a university abroad, um, obviously yours isn't abroad, but being so far away from home, how was that for you in that transition? Yeah, I mean, I was um, born and raised here, like, my whole life. You know, everything. Miranda's been to the island I've been on. It's really small, only one main road and everything like that. So just coming from a place so small, like, I've never, like, really lived anywhere else. And so right after high school, I, like, moved to Utah. But my process was way different from Hamza, like, he was like on it with like the searching and talking to coaches. I didn't. I was like, oh, maybe I'll start, you know, senior year of high school uh, wrong. <laughs> and like by the, by the time I looked, like everything was like filled. Um, so I got really fortunate with how I ended up getting to SDU. And it wasn't really necessarily my first choice because I wanted somewhere, you know, warm, kind of similar to like Hawaii weather. <laughs> Yeah, well, but then I just, like, signed, didn't visit the school, didn't meet coach, and I just kind of, like, took a leap and, and went with it, and I hated it for the first year of it, <laughs> to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, well, and it's, I think it's, it's hard, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, like, I was, like, the only one there. Like, there's not a lot of Hawaii people there. Um, just the whole experience was different, like, with the weather. I think that's why. But I, I stuck it out, you know, for a year, and then I met Hamza and Miranda and all the fun people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's it's hard, like you had said, but um, definitely worth it if you find the people, you know, that you hang out with uh, week in and week out. And to God, kind of give you some insight, uh, the listeners that are listening – um, the three of us were probably in a group of, I mean, the teams itself, we were probably about like 16 or so strong, and we all really hung out with each other. Um, I would say there was probably like maybe six or seven of us that would hang out like definitely every weekend, you know, definitely probably sometimes um, a few days a week with each other, we'd like go and get ice cream or pizza or whatever it was with each other, like right after practice, always be playing. Um, The men's and women's teams uh, were coached by uh, the same guy, and the town is small, so we all played at the same golf course. So it was just really fun to really be family at that point. It was really fun. But, um, yeah, yeah, just looking back on on things and all the fun times that we have, and me and – Tay-Tay and Fidel actually probably weren't the nicest to Hamza looking back on it, but he was a trooper <laughs> through all of We're it. Sorry. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. It was fun. <laughs> but, well, but Hamza, I like, think that was nice, like, about, you know, having, like, the same coach for both the guys and the girls and, like, us being, like, a small, like, school and, like, only one golf course. Like, we all, like, saw each other every day. You know, and, like, mm-hmm. I think that's how we all got close, like, because normally, like, if you go to any other school, like, the men's and women's team is separate, like, separate practice time, separate, you know, coaches. So I think it's, like, we got lucky that we were able to, you know, like, practice, like, together, kind of, but, like, you know. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, Hamza, I know definitely all four of your years um, are little – brother we call him little he's older than me but I don't care um is was not like the nicest to you and I all admit honestly like we weren't either and I think there came a point where I like took my pedal off the mean bully train to Hamza but I mean you were just like so like you just took it and you were just fine with it like how how did you do that looking back on all of it yes I mean like uh, I guess people ask me that, like, uh, in high school, it was, it was a, kind of similar, but not really. Um, mm-hmm. 
But I don't know, I guess I just don't care what, you know, people say or think. And then I'm not a very emotional person, so it never really hits deep. I'm not very sensitive at all. So, mm-hmm. and I'm a very um, happy-go-lucky guy. So I think, like, my, uh, that, like, um, attitude towards it, I don't know. I never really got offended. I was never really offended. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Good. I, I just enjoy, yeah. I would laugh. I always laugh. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, that's you know, funny. we and got closer from it, you know, over the years, so, uh, you know. Yeah, but you were the punching bag. <laughs> no, but I didn't see it as that, though. That's the thing. Oh, okay. I mean, well, I guess I mean you guys might have seen it, but, you know, I mean. Now Fidel, looking back yeah. on it. <laughs> Fidel, like, I mean, actually like, physically for... would punch you. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't that bad. No, Fidel, I mean, yeah, oh, my was, God. like, more, but. He got better as time went on, and now we're, you know, now we're good friends, so. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's just, just. It's just memories to me. Like, I'm not, like, scarred. I'm like, oh, my God, I was bullied. No, I don't see it as that at all. Like, I don't see it at all. <laughs> that's crazy. Well, I guess that's a good thing, then, that you had a somehow positive attitude through all that, and, you know, you're you're still alive, I guess, and kicking. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> so then, I mean, gosh, just college in general, super fun. Out. Yeah, when did we start hanging out? I remember. Uh, freshman year. I mean, when I was a freshman. Your, your freshman year. Was it right away? Oh, I think it was when cause you, you were, like, were super close with Cage, and Cage would, oh, like, yeah. drive you all around. But then I think we yeah. all were just, like, hanging out. And you were just, I think that was it. Yeah, and then uh, when I figured out that you live, like, half a mile from my house. Yeah. Gilbert, yeah, and then we just yeah. had that commonality, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. And then I think that summer, like, we would hang out and stuff when you were back. Yeah, yeah. Yep. No, that was fun. Um, yeah. <laughs> Tete, do you remember... Um, so, not do you remember, but Tay-Tay, what was your favorite part of theater? Uh, my favorite part? Like, the place or, like... Yeah, like, or part or place or, yeah, things to do. Like, what was your favorite aspect um, of being there? Well, I guess just theater, like, being the way that it is, like, everything is so close, and I always, like, thought about, you know, going to a really big school, you know, a big campus and everything, but I'm glad, like, just, just the way that theater is, like, super just college town, and everybody just kind of knows each other, which is very similar to, to where I'm from, you know, everything's so close, kind of close, but, you know, (laughs) but Mm -hmm. everything is, you know, everyone knows everyone it's kind of like this this whole like community so i think that's what i like like just about living living in cedar was super nice yeah yeah definitely um and then hamza i know your family in general you know is just big scu fans uh they would come up to the fundraisers they you know would really be up quite often i feel like or just I mean, obviously, then your brother came up to the school. Um, I mean, where was that, I mean, just from your family, like, being, like, fully invested into the program and everything that they were doing? Or, like, have you kind of asked them, you know, like, what or why? Or, you know, you guys are diehard T-Birds for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Well, like, so are you asking, like, what I enjoyed the most about Cedar or just – just your, I mean, how your family really was just, like, fully invested into it, you know? Like, what, yeah. you, what, what, you know, what were kind of maybe the reasonings for the why on why they were so invested? Yeah, so I think the first reason was, like, I personally, like, like uh, I went to a small high school, so mm-hmm. I was kind of used to that. You know everyone, you know, so when Taylor's talking about you know, the university and you know everyone. Like, I enjoyed that a lot about SCU. Um, and I guess why my parents were always, like, big, they're big fans is because uh, Coach and my dad are pretty good buddies. Um, 
And so um, they have a good relationship. And so, uh, and also my parents just loved, uh, like, St. George and Cedar in general, just how beautiful, beautiful it was. So they always like coming up and just supporting us and, you know, coming to the fundraiser and, you know, hanging out with the team and they just all enjoy it. So I think that's just the main reason why the people and then the university. Mm-hmm. So then I will ask you that question. What was your favorite part of theater then? Yeah, my favorite part was um, just like the campus vibe. I like the campus vibe a lot. Um, just like, you know, it's, it's your own college town um, you know, nothing. It's not like crazy big. Like ASU is a huge. You you don't you don't you don't know anyone. Um, so I guess I kind of like that a lot about it. Mhm. Well, the and cafeteria then, um, was nice too. Oh yeah. <laughs> we were favorite spot. In the cafeteria. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Good times. Um. <laughs> so. The reason why Tay-Tay just mocked Hunter off of his laugh is because we would always <laughs> just mock him, and he would just laugh like that, or he would just <laughs> have, like, weird laughs that I'm like, Hamza, what are you doing? <laughs> and also, backstory, Hamza would play dad on us all the time and tell us not to do things, and so, of course, we would go and do oh, that. Yeah. Like, he'd be just like, out, Taylor, you know? Miranda. You shouldn't. You shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't be that. And so, actually, in his in in my phone, Hamza's contact says Hamza Hamid dad on it because he legit would act yes. like dad. I'm like, all right, dad. I remember <laughs> He's that. He's like that younger word. than us. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's Humza, funny. Stop I telling me what to do. My, my junior year. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like looking out, you know. That's it. <laughs> Okay, looking out. <laughs> we appreciate you. Yeah. Thanks. Appreciate you guys too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then just I mean, university and life in general, uh, you know, maybe moving off the topic of SUU Taylor actually I'm I'll move back into asking you both the question because it'd be interesting to hear what both of you guys say. Uh, what do you guys think is the secret success to that had got you through at least your bachelor's? Joe, you can go ahead. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Wait, um, I think Taylor, what, what do you What? Sorry, go ahead. Oh, uh, I think for me, um, as I was uh, saying before in in the last podcast I did with Miranda, it was mostly because I I traveled so far to be there um, just to have, like, the college experience, and I knew I was on a scholarship, and I didn't want to do anything to screw it up, really, um, just because it, it was just expensive, just in general, just, like, College, like, even on island is expensive, and then off-island, like, in, in between islands is expensive, too. But then if you go, like, to the States, like, even more so. So I just didn't want to, you know, have that, you know, the scholarship and then go all, move all the way there and then, like, ruin it all by not maintaining any grades and stuff or being, you know, kicked off the team or something like that. So I think that's what I was, like, paranoid about the whole time, so... That's what kind of got me through my bachelor degree, like having to maintain like my GPA because I'm like, okay, I'm here. Like obviously I'm here for school, but then I'm also here for golf, you know, and that's what my my goal was from like high school and I guess middle school too when I was in junior golf is that I just really wanted to get a full-ride scholarship to college and um, not have, you know, my parents having to deal with any, you know, financial aid or having them to pay anything because it, it is super expensive and living in Hawaii is expensive so I didn't want to do that to them so I think that's what kind of pushed me through to get my bachelor's degree done because I was like I'm here like I'm here for an education I'm here to golf so like I'm not going to do anything to screw that up so that's how I kind of went with it so so I could finish you know within that four-year track mm-hmm what about you, Hamza? Yeah, so kind of along the same lines. Um, I don't know, like, I guess parent support is always there. Um, 
you know, always pushing you to, you know, obviously I want to get done in four years, but same thing, you know, being on a golf scholarship, you don't want to mess it up. You know, it's paid for, you know, take full advantage of it, get the best education possible. So that's kind of what drove me. Um, uh, I guess what made me successful with my bachelor's was just my time management skills and, you know, the consistency with like, you know, having a good routine in place with practice, class workouts, you know, going to the library at night and, you know, doing homework. Um, so I think that's what made me super successful. And then, you know, plus just not wanting to mess what I had set up. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and I think library night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was think, like, it uh, was like clockwork. It was like, yeah, it was like practice and then library till midnight. And it's like repeat. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. That's how it is. It was, yeah. it was, it was rough, but honestly, like, the fact that we, I mean, we literally spent probably, like, 18 hours together a day, I swear. I mean, me and Tay obviously probably spent more because we lived together. But um, just to have that group of people to, God, meet us at the weight room together, obviously all of us worked out together at 6 a.m., you know, for workouts. Then moving into, okay, classes, we didn't really see each other except in passing and stuff. Go to lunch together, all of us. Then we would see each other at practice. Then we would go to the library for another six yeah. hours or whatever it was. It was just, like, fun. I don't know if you can call that fun. But, yeah, uh, but to, I think I mean, more of to... just having, like, um, more just having, like, the, the people, like, there with you at the library is also helpful. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're there by yourself, you're like, oh, I'm going to leave now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but true, then, yeah. But then you would have Hamza dad be like, where are you going? Where are you going? You can't leave the library yet. <laughs> oh, my God. It's not for the last I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, he's like always up in your business, always asking where you're going, always, you know, ask what you're doing. He's like, but I guess, I mean, it's a, kind of a good thing to keep us accountable, you know? And he's like, you can't dad, leave yet. You have that test. yeah we go to dinner yeah oh yeah literally yeah just after practice i forgot yeah yeah it was just um yeah good times if you want to call it that (laughs) um so then someone who you know maybe they are struggling through just college in general you know, obviously we were blessed with the people that we had. Um, you know, we built our group into what it was. But someone who maybe doesn't have what we had, uh, what is some advice that you would give to them to get through college? Because I know a lot of the times um, they don't find their people or, you know, they, they just don't vibe with the university in general. Uh, and it's hard. Like, so what, what type of advice would you give to them? Taylor, you want to go? Or... Yeah, you can okay. go ahead. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, because I think, like, from, like, my freshman year, like, I was super depressed, you know, because, like, I just didn't, like, what Miranda's saying, didn't vibe with, like, with the whole the university, like, the people and everything like that. So I think just kind of, like, once, I feel like what if you get into, like, you know, that mindset that I did, I think you just have to, you know, just try to do anything you can to keep yourself busy. Like, for me, I got lucky and it was golf, but, like, for people, you know, who don't golf and who are in universities and they, you know, kind of feel that way, I feel like if you just kind of keep yourself busy, like, you can do, like, you can join a club or, you know, do something fun with that, and then maybe in that way you can find, like, your people because, like, obviously college and is lonely at times, you know, so I feel like once you find, like, like your people and the people that you like hanging out with, it makes it like 10 times better because I mean, for me, like freshman year, I didn't really like, I was like set about transferring because I just didn't like the place very much. And then, and then I stuck it out again for my sophomore year. And then it ended up working out really well because that's when I went, met Miranda and Fidel and everything. So, so I feel like just, if you kind of get in that, you know, mindset of thinking it's, more of like it's only temporary you know and then 
that it'll get better, but you just have to, like, push yourself through it and kind of find stuff to keep you busy because, you know, you will find your people. It might not be now, but, you know, it will happen. For me, it took a year after college, but but it was worth it, though. Yeah, so kind of going off of that, um, yeah, I think, uh, you know, Taylor kind of nailed it. You know, you got to join clubs, you know, go to the gym, hang, you know, go work out with some people. Um, you know, we were lucky to have golf. But also, like, you know, my freshman year, um, I didn't know anyone when I came up here at all. I didn't know Miranda, even though she lived half a mile from my house, um, which is crazy. And so I was, I know. I was, you know, I would do everything alone, basically. I didn't know anyone, so I do everything alone. Um, but I guess what made me, um, determined and, you know, drive through it and, you know, keep going was, you know, what, what's the point of me being here? What am I trying to do? What do I want to achieve like in life long term? So like Taylor said, it's temporary. So after these four years, you know, what do you want to do or what kind of life do you want to live? And that's kind of what drove me to work harder and, and, you know, graduate and, 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 you know, as I, you know, got to know more people on campus, obviously it was more fun. Um, but that was like the main driver was, Hey, you know, what do I want to do after this? Mm-hmm. Well, and I feel like that honestly just goes into knowing your why in general, you know, like, why am I here? Why am I doing this? Uh, you know, and just figuring that out, you know, and a lot of people it's, I'm here because I love golf and I earned this scholarship and I want to represent my family well, and I want to do this and I want to do that. So, um, yeah. now obviously our wives shift, you know, away from, you know, what we were doing. Um, Hamza, what is your personal why now, like current time? Yeah. So, uh, personal why right now or like for the future is I want to, you know, in the, in the next couple of years, I want to be able to live the same life that I live now. Um, and also provide that life to like, you know, whatever my family and however many years that is. Um, mm-hmm. cause like my parents have worked really hard to provide this life for us and I want to do the same for, you know, my, my family in the future. Um, so that's kind of mm-hmm. what drives me and, you know, just seeing, you know, how successful, you know, people around me and my dad have been, um, that's kind of what my why is now. I want to be just like that or, you know, even better if I can. So. Mm-hmm. And then Tay, how about you? Yeah, um, super similar to Hamza, like, you know, after college, and it's, like, kind of it's based off of, like, your career. And then for me, like, I do want to be a head pro, hopefully within the next, like, four or five years. But before I do that, I have to finish, you know, my book work and stuff. That'll take another three. So that's kind of my why right now. Like, just – and then – on top of that, too, they, the PGA gives you, like, a time limit to finish through the each level. So that's, that's also what is what's pushing me through it, too. So that's, kind of, that's also my why. And, like, I just really mm-hmm. want to get my own house, like, just to, like, have, you know, your own house and your own space. Like, that's, that's my main why right there. Mm-hmm. Well, and Kate hopefully might move here to Phoenix Hamza, so then we can all be together. That'd be freaking. What? No. <laughs> okay. And even um, Fidel, too. Fidel even said yeah, that. Yeah, Fidel went to like, over here. He told me, he was like, he was like, dude, we need to move to Phoenix. I was like, imagine just like all four of us there. Oh, That'd be God. so much fun. Oh, my God. Yeah, right? That'd be dope. Um, so then, yeah, I think honestly, like just goals in general, um, you know, definitely voicing them. And that's why I had asked them, you know, what your personal why is now and, you know, what are some goals that you all have for yourself? Because obviously they shift and obviously they're super important. And I don't think that we could have even gotten to college and college golf if we obviously hadn't had that goal on our mind. Um, and so, you know, obviously not anytime soon, but eventually, like, when we do start our own families and have our own kids, um, you know, implementing goals and having them stay focused on them is going to be super important. Um, yeah. What are, I mean, kind of your guys' thoughts 
Taylor, I'll start off with you. What are some of your thoughts on the importance of goals in general? Yeah, it's super important. Like, I think for for me, like, in high school, like, my main goal was to, you know, get a full-ride scholarship to a college, but then I didn't do the necessary steps to get there. You know what I mean? Like, so I, like, I was like, okay, like, I want to get into, like, the school full ride, but then I didn't start looking till like, really late. So I think just to have a goal and to, like, even, I don't even even write down the steps, you know, to get there would actually, it would have helped for me because I didn't know that colleges search for, you know, people, like, sophomore, junior year. They start signing by junior year, and I didn't know that. And when I actually started physically looking, it was, like, beginning of my senior year, which is too late. So um, goals and knowing how to get to your goals is super important because I, I just – the way that I did it, it was, I just got really lucky. Um, but now that I know, you know, like I should have these steps to get to a goal would actually help me get there faster instead of like, oh, I, I might get there, I might not. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And Hamza, what about you? Yeah, so I'm going to kind of talk about it, like, in three steps. So, like, in high school, my main goal was, you know, same as Taylor's, get a golf scholarship, you know, full ride, you know, whatever, get that, and work towards it every day by, you know, practicing or reaching out to schools. Um, and then, obviously, once you get there, the goal shift. You know, now you want to travel, you know, on the team. You want to, you know, obviously graduate, um, you know, you know, figure out what you want to do. And then after college – or after I guess my bachelor's and all that, the goal is shift again to where now it's like, okay, now you got to study for your career, get ready for that. Or if you have any like personal goals, like for me, it's like fitness and I want to like achieve, you know, the best health that I can and, you know, uh, body, I guess. Um, but I guess my biggest like tip is that work towards your goals every single day. Like there's no, in my eyes, yeah, you take days off with, there's really no days off if you, you know, consistency is key, basically, in my, in my book. If you're consistent, you're, you know, and you're working hard, your, your, your goals will, will come true and, and, and you'll see the end result. Yeah, definitely. Um, I want to move maybe, and it's not going to be a touchy subject, and I know Hamza would be honest with me on it and with us on it, Taylor, but the – common misconception that I feel like, you know, people have about college sports in general is that great. Yeah. You earned a scholarship, but people just automatically think like, Oh, well I'm going to play like right off the bat. I'm going to get onto that court or course or, you know, whatever field of play that you're in, but that's not always the case. Um, Let's move into the topic of, you know, having to stay home from trips um, and then obviously going on the trips and what that kind of looked like and just being honest and real off of that and then letting people know, like, it's not always a guarantee that you're going to get onto the course, you know, onto the court. Um, Hamza, I know that um, you did get, you know, some playing time for you. Um, trying to like go about this like <laughs> differently <laughs> um, I mean no I like, okay so then like I mean how 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 did you feel when you know well I, this is hard <laughs> um okay so I'll just preface this like Hamza honestly really didn't make as many travel teams that he had would have hoped to travel teams meaning like going on the trips obviously um and so he was left home from these trips Hamza being left home from a trip um you know having to then go to your classes and do all the things how how did you feel did that you know push you to work harder did you you know like re-strategize things like I mean in those moments like what was your kind of approach and mindset on those yeah, so, I mean, obviously it was tough. Um, my first two years, I got to travel quite a bit. And then after that, it went, I didn't travel as much. Um, 
so yeah, when I left home from a trip, obviously it sucks. Um, but then I knew like, obviously it drove me to work harder on the golf course and, you know, I got a new coach and all that stuff. Um, when I wasn't on the trip, I'd work harder, you know, during practice on my own. Um, but then also, you know, pushed me to work harder in the classroom as well, because, um, just cause, you know, you're not, one thing's not going for you doesn't mean let everything go down the drain. So, um, just cause I didn't go on a trip that was like, Oh yeah, screw this week. I'm not going to try hard. I'm going to not you know, study for my test or whatever. Um, so it drove me in both areas and that, yeah, I wanted to get better in golf, but I also still wanted to, you know, do well in school. Um, and so that comes back to, you know, what your goal is. You know, my goal was to do well in golf and in school and they're both hard to balance. Um, I did the best that I could. I felt like, um, and I did learn a lot about myself throughout those, you know, struggles with golf. And um, you learn a lot about yourself as a person and your, um, I guess, like how good you are and how good you actually can be. Um, and, and, you know, looking back at it now, um, I don't regret it at all. Um, and I've learned a lot from it. I've actually got, I've gotten better from it, I feel like, as a person. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it just drove me to work harder. And I think that's what it should do if you're not going on a trip. Sure. Well, and then I feel like also it's, I mean, coming down to the realization of it, you know, but a lot of people are so fixated on their sport. It, and it's, it's almost frightening that they put as much as they do into their sport where actually the student comes first and the student athlete portion of that word right there, you know, so then they don't focus in on their sport and on their major or their classes and they're like screw this I'm not on the trip like you had said I'm not going to go to class I'm just going to sit and you know not go to class go play video games do other things you know when it's just like no like actually you got to stay you got to go to class um it's hard you know but um people don't put themselves in that realization you know they're so fixated they uh want want to play um but I think looking back on it now, I probably said some choice words to Hamza, and I'm like, Hamza, stop it. Don't tell me this. Don't do that. Or That's so stupid. But, like, it's, like, actually inspiring <laughs> to have Hamza be, the like, how he was at such a young age. You don't see that. You know, most yeah. kids, most 18-year-olds, for that matter, are so, like, screw that. Like, I'm not going to class, like I said, but Hamza is just so, like, driven, um, which I think it's actually yeah, really cool. Driven. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, guys. Um, <laughs> and that was, like, uh, when Hamza was saying um, about having no days off, I was laughing because, like, he would say that all the time. Like, even when we didn't have where we didn't have, where we had practice or we didn't have mandatory practice, he'd be like, he'd be there, no days off, you know? <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It was just so funny. <laughs> And then the times that Hamza did get left home from trips, I mean, he got to practice with us, so it worked out. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> we got closer, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I think I have a nope. picture of, like, all of us in St. George when we were um, we were playing nine holes with Hamza. <laughs> yeah, so, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> so then, um, Taylor, off of your end, you – did get to travel every single trip. Um, and we'll actually get into another topic here in a moment, but, you know, how how did that feel? How did it feel that, you know, you were for sure going and leaving, like, especially in the spring season, it was even more crazy. And it was like, okay, home for two days, gone for four days. Home for four days, gone for another four days. Um I mean, balancing then school and golf and being gone uh, for you, what did that kind of look like? Yeah, I mean, it was, especially during the spring season, it was pretty tough to balance, like, school and golf at the same time. But, you know, I was still, you know, really uh, fortunate and um, really happy that I got to travel because that's kind of what my big, worry was because when coach signed me he just kind of took a chance on me so I didn't want to let him down so I didn't want him to be like oh like I signed this girl and she can't even play you know so I um so when I did end up getting to travel to the tournaments like it was 
I felt like I accomplished my goal, really. I was like, okay, like, I, I'm here. Like, I did what I came here to do, and I, I feel like I didn't waste coach's time for signing me. Um, but then on the school side, you know, trying to, like, you know, study and do homework in the hotel rooms after practicing and playing tournaments and stuff was pretty tough. I mean, to be honest, I struggled in some of my classes, like my economics class, my goodness. Like, I, I felt like <laughs> when I missed, like, a physical day in class, like, I just couldn't understand anything and my accounting class, too. So it was just more of working on those subjects where I struggled a lot in, like, being on the road and stuff was super tough. But But once, like, I got back, it was – tutoring center, you know, just whatever I could to to get through those classes and not fail it, but just to balance everything. It, it was tough, but, you know, it, it's worth it in the end. Mm-hmm. Well, and then, um, Coach, I mean, definitely took a shot on you for sure. Never never saw your uh, swing, never really just only saw scores and just gave you a scholarship off of that end. And I'm going to actually have you brag for a moment, and I know you're not going to like it, but I don't really care. Um, (laughs) I want you to, I mean, let people know the accomplishments that you did achieve at SCU. I know uh, you have your name in the SCU golf record book uh, quite a few times. So uh, just really quick, I I want you to let people know, like, the accomplishments that you did do at SCU. Um, I think for for me – it's hard. I don't like doing it. <laughs> I know. Um, I know you're not going to like it, but I don't care. <laughs> well, let's see. My, my freshman year, when I was hitting balls on the range, I guess Coach and Coach John was, like, hiding in the, in the, um, the car and watching me hit balls and stuff. And then he came out. And then he told my dad, my dad was there, and he told my dad, he's watching me swing, and he's like, because obviously, like, I'm small, I'm, I'm under five feet. He looks at my dad and is like, he's like, yeah, she'll probably play, like, a solid fourth or fifth spot on the team. And then, so when my dad told me that, I think that's kind of what pushed me, you know, I'm, I'm like, what the heck, like, you know, I'm better than that, you know. So, mm-hmm. um, so my my first tournament that I played my freshman year, I played as the fifth spot and ended up shooting the best score out of everybody. So I think that was just me just trying to prove, like, hey, I can play. Um, end of my freshman year, I took second at um, um, the Big Sky uh, Conference. Um, sophomore year, I played okay, but uh, my junior year is actually where I, all of a sudden, like, I played really well. I, I won uh, two tournaments individually that year we had a team win um i was able to get big sky player of the year that year lowest i had the lowest uh average um in my career um and then senior year i got like honorable mentions and stuff for you know big sky but i think throughout you know just from what coach was like saying to my dad about me, like, you know, playing as like a fifth or a fourth, you know, mm-hmm. I think that also kind of pushed me to be like, Hey, like I can, I can, you know, do better than that. So throughout from my mm-hmm. freshman to my senior year, my scoring average went from a 79 to like a 73. So that's kind of what pushed me really. I'm like, what the heck? I was like, I can play. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. No. And it's, uh, it's crazy, but now, I mean, and I, I don't think I can have them onto this podcast, but I was going to have, like, Koi and Sum on, but that'll be next, maybe next year or the year after once they're done and through it. But um, gosh, Plume comes in and just annihilates all of our records, so it's fine. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> We're not so so good. <laughs> so good. Yeah, that's the, oh, yeah, and Koi, too, I mean, that's – Really, I mean, really cool how uh, Richard can find these people over in Thailand and just bring in, you know, new blood and annihilate our records, how they should, of course, you know. Yeah. But um, they're just lights out, like, plumes crazy good. Poi came out, you know, really hot out the gate. So it's just really cool um, the way the program is turning and now to be able to obviously to support them and, you know, me and Hamza can 
you know, go and visit them while they're here in the Phoenix area. So it's uh, it's just yeah. really cool, you know, where where they're headed to now. But um, off of both of your ends, and I know my end as well. Um, obviously, SU was a smaller Division One uh, college. Obviously, still Division One, so that was a blessing. Um, you know, say we had gotten scholarships to ASU, um, obviously probably wouldn't have gotten as much playing time or none at all, at least off of my end. Um, what can, advice can you give to someone who may have, you know, like an ASU or an SCU in their hand and kind of think about it off of that end? Like what advice would you give to an athlete that's kind of thinking about that? Taylor, you can go first. Oh, me? Um, I think, like, for me, um, it was a really, it was a blessing, really, to go to a small school and be able to travel, whereas, you know, if I went to a bigger school, like, I probably wouldn't have traveled as much. So, I mean, the big school is really nice and everything, but, you know, when you're deciding whether to go to a small Division One or a big Division One to play, you know, college golf, you really have to think and be like, you know, really look at, you know, your scores, look at yourself and be like, okay, like if I go to a big school, like am I going to be able to make travel squad, you know, all the time? So I think just kind of like thinking about it in that way because, um, like, you know, I, I really wanted to go to a big D1 school, but um, – I probably wouldn't have made practice squad either because all those, once you get into like, you know, college level competition, like the, the competition is like ridiculous. Like they're, everyone's so good, you know, like, and I came from, you know, a small Island here where there's only, there's only four girls and, you know, I thought I was good. Then I got to college and everyone is, you know, really good or even better. So I think it's more of just realizing like, okay, like, the bigger schools, most of their average scores are, like, even par or even under. Like, they're all averaging, you know, 69, 70s, 72s. I probably average a 76, 75 when I talk to coach. So I think if you kind of average in that range at least, like maybe a smaller D1 because then you could for sure, like, play. But those bigger schools, like, you have to be shooting even at least all the time if you want to play you know, all the, like, all the tournaments. So I think that's, that's kind of, like, a, a good way to decide, really, because um, I know if I went to a big school, I wouldn't have traveled at all. Yeah, for sure. And then, Hamza, what about for you? Yeah, so going off of that, um, with, like, how my college career, you know, played out, I mean, I probably, if I went to, like, ASU or, like, you know, a USC or whatever, I probably got kicked off after my sophomore year just because, like, my golf game wasn't there. Um, you know, l- luckily I was, you know, fortunate enough that, you know, a coach, you know, really liked me as a kid and my family and kept me on um, and kept, you know, let me have my scholarship. But like Taylor said, uh, when you're looking at options, and I've had friends that, you know, they had either a smaller D1 option, you know, same amount of money or, a big school, big D1, you know, same, you know, both full rides, whatever. Um, but like she said, wherever you're going to get the most playing time is where you should go because that's where you get the most experience and that's what will help you, you know, if you want to go professional after college. You'll have all that experience. Um, I've had guys that have gone to, um, you know, big schools in California and they're on the B team and they never made it off of that since their, you know, freshman year. Um, so, you know, really look at your scoring average and, and see if you can make the travel squad every time or, you know, as much as possible because in the end that'll that'll make you a better player. Yeah, and it's, I mean, putting yourself in that realization of, okay, am I, am I good enough, you know, and you have to check yourself or, you know, now our next, honestly, chapter, not immediately, but next chapter in life is going to be – to raise our own kids, and I, I, I'm personally going to raise them up in sports, but I'm sure you both would too, but checking them and be like, hey, politely, kid, love you, but I, we got to look at other options, you know, like, yeah, Stanford, yeah. my dream actually was Stanford, and then I was like, oh, okay, I'm not making it, but I mean, SCU landed us all, obviously, all together, so it was special in that aspect, but I mean, going back to what Hamza was chatting about on you know, getting kicked off, 
probably after a sophomore year. That honestly, like now that I look back on it, and I was a little poop head, honestly, to coach half the time. And I don't even know that he'll listen to this. I doubt it, but um, he probably could attest to it. I mean, you all saw it, like how I was being to him sometimes. And looking back, I'm like, holy cow, I was horrible little little brat. Um, but he easily, I mean, could have pulled any of our scholarships at any point because he controls the money, you know? And so just the loyalty off of his end that I really was grateful for because not every coach is like that, honestly, (laughs) you know? So they, they control our destiny, literally. Mm -hmm. And like any one of us could have kicked off easily. But Mm -hmm. because, like, even, like, when I, like, signed and went to, you know, to Utah, uh, Southern Utah, everyone was, like, you know, like, if you don't play well, you're going to get kicked off. And I don't think coaches ever kicked anybody off since I was there. Yeah, no. No, mm, they kind of left, but, yeah, we never saw anyone get kicked off. And being, like, okay, you're not playing well, like, you're out of here, you know. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Yeah, super super loyal for sure. Yeah, it's it's a it's a blessing, and I actually kind of do wish he hoped he listens to these podcasts because me and Tay Tay were kind of talking about him a bit, uh, just how we're obviously grateful for him and you know what he's done for us just in general, and um, yeah, it's been it's been fun and a crazy journey, but uh, super glad that I, we obviously met each other. Um. So then, how can we, I mean, me personally, always, I always love to help you guys, and you know I'm there for you, but maybe the listeners, um, how can we help you? Let's start with Hamza. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a really tough question. Um, honestly, right now, I have no idea. Um. Yeah, I mean, I have no idea, honestly, with you. I can't come with anything right now. Um, that really? Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I'll be honest with you, like. Okay, okay, you know. let's, no, no, no. let's move into let's move into some goals then that you have for yourself. I know, you know, you've set yourself up, thankfully, off of the career end, but beyond the career end, just big picture. I mean, let's talk like down the line. Like, what's your ultimate ultimate goal in life, and how? Just putting it out into the universe and not knowing who could help you. Like, let's go from there. And that that can be the how can we help you. Okay. So, like, my ultimate goal in life is to be, um, like, have financial freedom probably by, like, 35, whether that be for my career. Um, I mean, that will help, but I want to have other, you know, streams of um, income, whether that be, you know, invest investments, real estate, um you know, just stuff like that. And so I guess maybe having the knowledge to invest in, you know, stocks or properties and what to invest in, when to invest, you know, where can you get your best, best, your best return on your money? Um, I guess that would be helpful long-term. Okay. See, that wasn't hard, but <laughs> you did. I, I mean, and you know, you know, my parents would help you with that in a minute and a half and, no, I know, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I will caution you, though, that the Airbnb business is absolutely killing it, and it's so hot right now. So if you are, you know, kind of going back and forth and figuring out, like, do I go into stocks or do I go more into, you know, Airbnb or even property side of things, like, definitely, holy cow. Um, so, Tay, how can we help you? Um. Think for me, it's very similar to like to Hamza as well. Just really, just you know, having a good career and because I do want to be a head professional at some point, um, but I still have a lot of work to get there. And you know, having you know money saved up so I can live comfortably, like because being living here. Um, is really super expensive, and, like, I do, you know, eventually want to start my own family, but you can't start a family if you don't have your own place. So <laughs> so I think <laughs> it's more of just, you know, focusing on my career so I can, you know, get to that 
end goal, which is a head pro, and then, you know, have my own, you know, house, you know, my own property, and then, you know, possibly start a family at some point. Yeah, for sure. Um, so then, Hamza, what is one nugget that you would want to leave with the Nugget crew? So one one thing that I really live by and that I have ever since I started going to school, and you guys have heard me say it, um, there's a couple ways to put it, but um, being like with the busy routines we had in college and even now, it only gets busier after you're done with college, like if you, you know, when you start your career and stuff. Um, so one thing that I live by is that the grind doesn't stop. Um, and I don't, I don't mean oh, that yeah. in like, oh, like, oh, you have to like work, you know, super long hours and not get any sleep or anything like that, anything like that. But, you know, just that, you, you know, every single day you gotta, you gotta be working towards something and, um, you know, don't get complacent, don't get comfortable, always work to improve yourself. And that's kind of, you know, what you can do in your career or with your body or, you know, mental health or anything like that. And so that's kind of what I live by. It's every single day I want to get better. I want to improve myself. And so that's what I want to leave, with, leave you guys with. Wow. And that's, then a, that's a deep one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like it. That was good. Thanks, that was thanks. good. Um, I think uh, for for anyone – you know, that's going, like, to college, whether if you're just going for education or you're going for, you know, to be an athlete. I think just being in college, just enjoy every moment of it. I know when when I was there, I was like, oh, my gosh, it's so over, like, school and studying and this and that, you know, and always moving, like, you know, from 6 o'clock to midnight every morning, every day. So I think just, you know, really – you know, just being there in that moment and just, you know, just cherish those moments really because, like, once you get out of, you know, college, you know, that's when, you know, you, the real world hits, you know. And so I think at some point when I was in college, I was like, I, like, oh, I'm so tired of, like, doing everything and this and that. But after I graduated college, like, I was fortunate enough to, you know, be debt-free, you know, so – that was also a blessing for me, but just being in college and just being in the moment and enjoying, you know, everybody, friends, you know, just kind of everything really, um, learning a lot for sure to prepare yourself for the future, but just, just college life. Like we were even reminiscing about it yesterday. Like it it was like the greatest thing ever. And now like, we're all like, we all move to like, separate places and stuff and we don't see each other as often as we did, you know, before, but just kind of being in those moments and just enjoying it really. If you're in college, just kind of either both, if you're doing athlete stuff or just there to, you know, just to get an education, just kind of just enjoy it. Yeah. I love that. Well, you guys, this was fun. This was uh, hopefully definitely helpful and insightful to some people who, you know, may be thinking about this route. Um, I will leave one last nugget in uh, saying that it all is going to work itself out. Everything happens for a reason, no matter where you go, how you do it, what you major in, um, and just do it, literally. You know, I think uh, the fact that we all um, went to where we did and, uh, it was meant for a reason, you know, because now we have each other for life at this point. Um, yeah. It's really so crazy. It's so crazy, honestly. But, um, I mean, thank you guys for being on the podcast today, uh, sharing your knowledge and your uh, experiences um, and being vulnerable with me. I know it's not easy always, um, but I know Hamza's dad over there and loves spewing his knowledge. Um <laughs> But, yeah, <laughs> thank you guys, I mean, for chatting yeah. with us, uh, chatting with the podcast and all the listeners. I'm uh, excited to have everyone listen to this. Um, Hamza, I'm looking – well, and Tay-Tay, of course. It'll be about a few months now until it's posted. Um, but once it is, I'll, I'll send you the link because uh, you're not in social media, oh, okay. you weirdo. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sounds good. Thanks. <laughs> 
Okay. Well, yeah, I you. love you both. Fun talking and... to you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I'll thanks, see you. Taylor. I'll chat with you guys soon. So. Okay. Yeah, thanks, guys. Sure. See ya. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. If it did bring you any value at all, please share it on to your friends, your family, anyone who may need to hear it. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, uh, YouTube, all of the places, you guys. <laughs> Miranda Madison events off of all the networks. Thank you guys so much. Have a wonderful day.